0: All right, welcome, 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 welcome on in to the latest episode of the Off-Air Podcast. I'm Chris Thomas, joined as always by the head on Joe, Mike Conti and Mike, boy, did we have a doozy for you guys earlier in the week, which means that there was a lot of stuff that I wanted to get to with you that we simply didn't have time for because of this little thing called the 92.9 The Game New Morning Show that is taking place soon and we broke that all down to a fine powder and you did a great job explaining to the folks about the changes and the new faces and everything else going on. So I got some stuffs I want to talk to you about. Let's do it. All right. First of all, did you watch the Oscars? Absolutely
1: not. Okay.
0: <laughs> now, let me let me say this. Do you ever watch the Oscars?
1: Absolutely, I do. But this year, I did not see any of the, you know, the big ones that were nominated for lots of things. In fact, I think the only movies I really saw this year were on the seatbacks of airplanes. So like I, I saw the the new Top Gun movie on an airplane, I think flying out to the Rose Bowl, actually, uh, you know, a couple other newish movies on airplanes, but it, you know, they were all mainstream stuff. Nothing really Oscar nominated. So okay. I felt like I I wouldn't really understand what was going on with the Oscars this year.
0: Oh, it makes perfect sense. And uh, here's my thing. The Oscars for me and my family used to be a really huge deal because Hmm. my father and I, uh, he does not like sports, believe it or not. I don't know how that's possible given he helped birth me and this is what I do for a living. But me and him bond over movies because he – movies – are his sports. So the Oscars are his Super Bowl, and he passed that love on to me. So we would sit down every year and watch the Oscars from start to finish. So I grew to love them. But as you just said, over the last few years, my interest has dwindled down to the point where I, too, did not watch a minute of the Oscars. I only looked for the highlighted clips on Twitter, which, as we know now, are available 30 seconds to a minute after whatever happens because that's what Twitter is. So, Mike, today, in just a few minutes, we're going to fix the Oscars. All right. I I thought our man, Abe Gordon, had a fantastic idea on his show last weekend, the TL. And I took that idea and I expounded upon it a little bit. And I even talked about this on Dukes and Bell on Monday. We are going to call these... The CMCs, the common <laughs> man categories, and okay. I think this is how we fix the Oscars. Because frankly, Mike, it's gotten too artsy fartsy. It's gotten yep. too way out of left field. The movies, the actors, the actresses. I'm not, like, you know, I I like to think I have a pretty good working knowledge of Hollywood. It's gotten to the point where even I am like, who is this? What is this? Right. I mean. Right. And the movies that are nominated: Banshees of Inisherin. I fell asleep three times trying to watch it. Everything, everywhere, all at once was a cool concept, but again, it was it was like an acid trip in a movie, and I was like, "This is a lot." <laughs> so here's what we have. I have a couple categories that I want to throw your way, and tell me by the end of it, once we run through these, if having things like this in the Oscars would bring you back. First category would be Best Choreographed Fight Scene of the Year. Okay.
1: okay. Would, that okay. Inter-
0: would that interest you?
1: Most definitely. Absolutely. Who, who doesn't love a good fight scene?
0: Okay. So a good example would be we have John Wick coming out in a couple weeks. That would certainly be one that's nominated. Films like Black Panther, Ant-Man, it would give some love to some movies that a lot of people have seen. Creed is, 3. Creed 3. Oh, there, there you go. That might be winner by default. Um, By the way, I know we mentioned this before. Every time I see the previews, I'm just like, those dudes are so jacked up. One day, Mike, that's all I want. One day. But, you know, yeah. it's hard when we have our uh, lovely friends and sponsors bringing us delicious food every day. I'm trying Hooters,
1: to. Yeah, and Hooters was back here today. By the way, oh, there's shooters up here right now. Oh so be ready. More Whoa. fried food for you. Oh, no, it's goodness. impossible. Chris, no joke. It Like uh, 10 years ago, well, maybe a little more than that now, uh, I weighed 190 pounds, if you can believe that. You know, I'm probably way north of 300 now. Uh, what happened? You know, I used to run marathons and, and I had like my little. Six-hour-a-day shift down the street at a radio station that shall not be named. And then I didn't have anything the rest of the day. I didn't have a girlfriend or or anything that would take up my time. So I just spent all my time running. Uh, and um, I actually used to run marathons and everything like that. And then, um, you know, I got into a relationship where I had less time to exercise. I had to spend more time on that. And then I took a job here at 92.9, which really took up a lot of my time. Oh sure, and now now look at me. But but there was a brief moment, <laughs> a brief moment, where I actually
0: felt pretty good about the way I looked, and it was it was nice while it lasted. Yeah, mine was what killed me was the overnights. Lost everything. I lost my sleep regimen. I lost my diet. I lost my exercise routine. Uh, but it's a necessary evil if you're trying to make it in this industry. All right, second category, best cameo, and my impetus for this was uh, Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder because okay. that not only was a great cameo, but it basically resurrected his career, which was floundering at that point. So everybody yeah. loves a good cameo in a movie, so why not bring it to the best of the year?
1: Yeah, I, I, would, I would say if that existed 20 years ago, Chuck Norris almost certainly would have won an ah. Oscar for his cameo in Dodgeball. Yes, It's actually funny. Like there's, I think there's a record for like shortest appearance in a movie that led to an Oscar. And I want to say, what was the movie? um, What was it? Network. It was about Howard Beale, the crazy newscaster who, um, uh, it it was made in the seventies and, and um, you know, he had a producer who had all these crazy ideas and they basically remade uh, network television. There was a scene where one of the network executives fessed up to his wife that he was having an affair. Mm. And it was only a 90-second scene, and it was the wife basically kicking him out of the house. She won Best Supporting Actress for that. Wow. And was only on camera for about 90 seconds. So, you know, the Chuck Norris cameo in Dodgeball, I think it was maybe 10 seconds. That would set the new record for... Shortest time on camera with an Oscar
0: is that the one where Albert Brooks has a panic attack on the on the set, or am I thinking not, of a different movie? No, no. Okay, that yeah, <laughs> that's another excellent one.
1: Okay, now, not, <laughs> when he sweats so profusely. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: No, 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 no. What? What? That might have been broadcast news. I'm, yes. I'm gonna, I'm yeah. Look we'll,
1: at it right now. How? We'll,
0: we, we'll get to the uh, we'll get to the bottom of this. All right. Yeah. Next, next category. <laughs> Now, they have best animated feature, but they don't have best voiceover work. I Ooh. think that is such an overlooked category. Yeah. And usually the big, you know, Disney movie of the year or whatever, that's you want to talk about attracting the common people. Every Everybody basically with a family goes and see those. So, yeah. Um, Next one. Best choreographed chase scene with a vehicle. Okay. So, there's at least a dozen movies a year that would apply for that fast and furious, nonwithstanding. I think there's a lot of good movies out there that whether it's a motorcycle chase or car chase or something along the lines, or even being chased through the streets, you can amend the category. I think that's something a lot of people are drawn to movies for. What was the movie a couple
1: of years and more than a couple of years ago now that won a bunch of Oscars. And basically all it was, was one long chase through a desert. Uh, oh,
0: that was 1917. The movie it was yeah. it, it was a war movie. That movie was right. phenomenal. Right. It was. Yeah. It was basically just one long the sheet. camera was shot like this, face fronting right. on the two main actors, and right. it never moved basically throughout the entire movie. That yep. movie, that movie. If you haven't seen that movie, that's a great movie, actually, as a matter of fact. Um, all right, I believe I have one more. Let me look it up here. Categories, yes. Okay. Best relatable here. Now, hear me out on this last one because it's going to take some explaining. Best relatable moment on on screen. Think something about Mary. Think American Ooh. Pie with Ooh. the scene where he's in bed. <laughs> uh, or all like that. So so a movie that. Captures everyday life, a scene that captures everyday life, us at our most vulnerable moments, the best. That
1: is a great category because what do we remember the most? Yep. From There's Something About Mary or American Pie or, boy, you you name it. I mean, The Naked Gun. I mean, there's... (laughs) I mean the the um, the Enrico Palazzo scene from the Naked Gun would have won numerous Oscars if I had any vote in anything. <laughs> there's I know, and this gets back to your original point. The Oscars now it's it's become an award for the artsiest, fartsiest movie. I think anything that draws any kind of a strong emotional reaction has done its job in being a good movie, and there is no stronger emotional reaction, in my opinion, than laughter. Yep. Comedy has never won anything at the Oscars. Nope. It's been a long time since they have. Change that. Give me – look, give me a best comedy. You know, they do it in the Emmys. Give me a best comedy. You know, everything else is going to be drama or action or something in that realm or a biopic. Give me a best comedy category, you know. The sad thing is, I think, unfortunately, too many movies over the last five or six years just haven't been very funny.
0: No, I think because people are afraid of uh, cancel culture. That's exactly right. They're afraid of making a movie that people in today's day and age just assault, and then it ends their career. But look up, after we're done taping here, do yourself a favor and look up. Just Google search new Jennifer Lawrence comedy. Okay. preview for this just dropped. The, the synopsis is her she is a struggling person just like out there in the world trying to pay her bills. And a family hires her to be a Mrs. Robinson for their 19-year-old son okay. who's about to go off to college. <laughs> but he's such a closet nerd that he can't even muster up the fortitude to – Uh, do what needs to be done in that category. And the movie's all about them, her taking him out into the world and trying to turn him into a man. It actually looks really good. Yeah. So maybe comedies are finally making a comeback.
1: I hope.